This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. The title of our show today is called Living to Age 100 and Beyond. You know, from vaccines to new technology in various medical fields, you know, we're constantly finding new ways to stave off the inevitable. The result is that our lifespans are getting longer and longer with more Americans hitting triple digits than ever before. Uh, according to a report from the Centers for Disease Control, the number of Americans stayed 100 rose over 45% from 2000 to 2017. So the potential for a long life also, though, means considering some very, very important questions when putting together a financial plan. Questions like what source of resources are you going to need if you're among those people to experience this sort of longevity? Um, and what kind of retirement plan will be able to get you to age 100 and beyond. So at this time, I'd like to welcome to our show, our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How you doing, Tony? Oh, Baron, I'm doing great. Uh, I've had a great week, just been crazy busy. And I love the title of the show. It, it's a little bit like uh, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. And beyond. <laughs> and You've got to say it just like that, though, Baron, when you, you when you read it. And beyond. And beyond. There you go. There yep, you that's go. awesome. Sorry well, for all those listeners. I just scared by doing that. but <laughs> Scared me a little bit. <laughs> uh, speaking of scared, Simon, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm uh I'm scared. What's the uh cowboy? I'm the little uh woody guy over here in the corner while you two are yelling in beyond. <laughs> I'm fearful that I'm losing my job and I'm gonna become some antiquated dinosaur no longer needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So uh, this show, uh Living to Age One Hundred and Beyond, obviously people are living longer and longer, and so this is a real concern. Uh, but I think it's a good thing to talk about. As a group, uh, we are living longer. But I don't think you're going to tell us uh, that we found the you found the fountain of youth, right, Baron? I mean, no. uh, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, now, Simon, what happens to our finances if we do live to thirty or forty years? Uh, if we do live that long in retirement, uh, you've talked in the past about one of the biggest fears being running out of money. So, what's the plan? Well, as always, Tony, you know, it kind of depends on the person. Today, we're going to focus on six strategies essential to helping make your retirement income plan last to age 100 and beyond. Strategy number one, maybe one you guys were knew was coming, but nobody really wants to hear is plan on working longer. 
ouch, work longer. That doesn't sound as exciting as living longer. (laughs) It may not be as exciting, but it is something that we have to face or at least plan for. You know, let's say that you start working when you're 25, stop working at age 65 and live till 95. That's 40 years in the workforce and 30 years in retirement. If you do the math, it works out to 1.3 years working to support a year of retirement. Some of you are going to have to work really hard to pull that one off. You know, in other shows, we've talked about the lack of savings uh, by many people approaching retirement. They're going to struggle to support themselves for 20, 30 years or more. Um, And that just might not be in the cards if we're not starting till later and kind of struggling to get that thing jump started. But continuing to work isn't as easy as just saying you want to continue to work. Today, many people retire earlier than they expect to and not always by choice. You know, health issues aside, because then you're probably not living beyond 100. Um, You know, changes of employment or employer, uh, taking care of aging parents. You know, there's a lot of topics we've discussed in the past. Uh, There may be many reasons people exit the workforce earlier than they've planned. Maintaining an income stream is going to require a different way of thinking about work. You know, perhaps cycling in and out of the workforce, carving out a part-time arrangement, or consulting agreement with a former employee. Uh, Working on your own, hanging out your own shingle, uh, doing something that you had a strength in in the past. You know, some ideas for part-time income for seniors and uh, retirement also include becoming a tutor, you know, a virtual customer service representative, a pet sitter or walker, or a blogger. In other words, it's going to take some forethought and planning. You know, living to 100 is not necessarily a big bonus of extra free time. Um, it may involve some working and planning to kind of get there and enjoy it. Well, yeah, and I think that we all want to enjoy, be able to enjoy our full retirement, uh, the whole thing. So uh, what you're telling us is we need to build our retirement income plan around the assumption that we're going to live a long time. So I guess the opposite question is more pointed and uncomfortable, right? Well, yeah, Tony, I mean, when doing retirement planning calculation, like the one we do um, with our Compass Report, It's one of the essential inputs, uh, or excuse me, one of the essential inputs is how long that you think you're going to live, or more bluntly, at what age do you think you'll die? I mean, as Simon mentioned before, this isn't a pleasant question to consider, you know, but it's a very important one. Uh, Your assumed life expectancy is going to have a significant impact on how much money the calculation will determine you need uh, to invest each month right now in order to have enough to cover your expenses for the rest of your life. Life expectancy um, is another thing that drives our Social Security maximization strategy uh, as far as timing on when to take your Social Security benefit, what strategy to use in order to maximize that income stream over your lifetime. Uh, If you remember from listening to our shows, we emphasize that the more that you're able to maximize your Social Security benefit means the less pressure that you're putting on your retirement savings. Um, If you choose, for example, a life expectancy of age 80, the calculation is going to come up with a much smaller investment amount than if you choose age 90. But if you live longer than 80 years, you may run out of money. So what do you do then? So unless you have uh, like a serious medical condition or just a family history of short lives, 
you really want to assume that you're going to live a longer period of time. It's always better to be safe than sorry. A good conservative plan is going to be very, very valuable. If you end up with more money than you need, well, that's obviously a far better problem than ending up with too little. Well, okay, Baron, I I might have to work a little longer then. I I certainly hope the next strategy may be better news for me. Um, Simon, what's next? Well, strategy number two, plan on working more purposefully. But that doesn't mean it has to be drudgery. According to Tim Moore, author of Simple Money, a no-nonsense guide to personal finance, when given a choice between saving more aggressively to afford a longer retirement or working longer, he's a fan of working longer, as long as you're working at something you love. This is what younger generations are already expecting, especially the millennials. You know, today people are keenly interested in finding work that they enjoy and could do indefinitely. One popular author, Ron Blue, takes a look at retirement from a biblical perspective. He claims there is no such thing as retirement. We never stop doing stuff. We may change what we do after a certain age, but we still contribute. He calls it rehirement. This huh. is he- <laughs> I like it. This is healthy, not just from a financial perspective, but from a medical one as well. The author proposes that we are not wired for endless retirement or wired to be doers. Medical professionals say that's better in terms of warding off dementia and Alzheimer's and other physical ailments to keep busy and find something you enjoy. Yeah, my grandfather's 97 and he's going strong. Uh, He still drives. He's sharp. Uh, He gets around just fine. He still works on the farm and people ask him, what's your secret? And he says, never stop. Just keep going. So uh, I think that's great advice. Now, unfortunately, we have to take a quick break here. Uh, Baron, is there anything else you want to add before we do? Well, Tony, just, you know, while talking about living for a long time feels good, there are some practical issues that you need to address to ensure that you're going to have the retirement you desire with those extra years. You know, whether you don't have a plan or you just want a second opinion on a plan that you already have in place, you know, here at Wellington Adams, we're really ready to work with you, you know, during this process and help you as best as we possibly can. For our radio listeners today, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com. You can click on the radio tab to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Um, The foundation to that toolkit is really broken down into four sections. Um, We've mentioned it several times before, but for new listeners, we welcome you to please take advantage of it. The four sections are income planning, uh, asset allocation, tax planning, as well as legacy planning. You know, as you use these tools, you know, just please remember that everyone could always use a little bit of help from a financial professional while planning their retirement. You know, you don't have to really do it alone. As part of the offer, if you call us at 855-793-2409, we'll be able to schedule a no cost and no obligation consultation to go over the toolkit and just answer any of the pressing questions that you have. You know, we encourage everyone to explore all of the educational resources that we have on our website. We have a financial library there that we, that can be very, very helpful. Um, so we basically want our clients to enjoy as smooth sailing for their retirement as possible and reach the goal 
that they have for their retirement, which is retire comfortably as well as remain comfortably retired. Well, I think that's great. Thank you so much, Baron. And a uh, great opportunity for our listeners. Baron, what's that phone number one more time if they want to call in and schedule that complimentary consultation with yourself or Simon? That's 855-793-2409. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory by visiting wellingtonadams.com or by calling us at 855-793-2409. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Uh, in the studio with us today, as always, is our co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, this week, we're talking about living to age 100 and beyond, as Tony mentioned earlier for me to say. Uh, in, the first, in the first segment of the show... We began discussing some of the strategies that you need to consider when planning for a long life, including um, just working longer. Unfortunately, that's not a pleasant one. We, we, we don't want to work longer for the most part, but although some people really, really do love what they do, so that's not really necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but you also were talking about working more purposefully and how doing these things can help make your retirement planning go smoother. Right. And it helps with your health as well. And I appreciate the recap, Baron. So Simon, what's the third strategy on this journey toward living to age 100? Well, Tony, strategy number three is know your employer benefits. While we're on the subject of working, it's important to consider how much and how quickly the working world is morphing around us. The idea of working at one company or industry and staying there for our entire working career and that's becoming more rare and pretty much over in a lot of cases, unfortunately, for a lot of folks. The trend people are going towards are going to be not just having more jobs, but also different types of jobs and employer relationships. So be aware when changing and evaluating the jobs or careers as to what these new employers are offering, you know, regarding their 401k incentives, things such as matching there, or places that still have pensions or whether there are any health care benefits such as HSAs or continued retirement benefits uh, through retirement, health care benefits in retirement. Sure. Now, employer retirement plans have been changing a lot over the past 20 or 30 years and not always for the best, right, Baron? Yeah, Tony. I mean, the days of working for a single employer for your entire working career, you know, receiving that great gold watch at your retirement party and getting a pension for the rest of your life, as Simon mentioned, they're, they're pretty much done and over with. They're nearly gone. You know, even if you do happen to work for an employer that still offers a pension, there are still significant decisions that need to be made at retirement. Um, for example, is there a survivor benefit provision? You, know, you want to make sure that you're going to bless your spouse when the good Lord takes you home with getting that continued monthly income coming in for the rest of the spouse's life as well. Should you... Another uh, uh, decision needs to be made is should you take the pension or should you take a lump sum in lieu of the lifetime income stream? 
Um, how solid and well-funded is the employer pension plan? Unfortunately, you hear about companies, their pension plans going away because they weren't funded properly or because they weren't put together properly. Also, when you're working for a traditional employer, um, particularly a large one, chances are that you're, you know, you're going to have a 401k or other work-based retirement plan, um, perhaps with an employer match. When you're an independent contractor, the onus is going to be on you to open a retirement account, perhaps something like a, a SEP IRA, and then have to fund it on a regular basis. You know, as, you're, as you cycle in and out of different work scenarios, it's going to be up to you to keep tabs on whether you're saving enough, whether your assets and all your plans combined are appropriately allocated, and how you're going to progress toward reaching those goals. You know, if this isn't something that you feel comfortable with doing yourself, obviously a lot of people don't want to, you know, do that as well as, you know, every other thing in life is going on. You know, perhaps meeting with a, a financial advisor is something that can be very, very beneficial for them. Well, yeah, and obviously uh, that's great advice uh, and you have to watch out for those types of things. I know working with a financial advisor is a great idea. And obviously you guys have helped so many people out, but a lot of our listeners might be skeptical. So uh, how do you, how do we know that hiring a financial advisor uh, like yourselves is going to be worth the money? Well, Tony, we occasionally do hear as financial advisors, why on earth should I hire you when I can manage my own money? I've got a 401k. And if I want to make other investments, there's tons of information available on the internet. And of course, you know, sitting in our position, we try not to laugh when you hear such things, but we totally understand the question. Individuals are inundated daily with marketing, and in this case, all types of investments platforms trying to gain their business in one way or another, suggesting that a little bit of learning and everybody can be an expert. You know, Vanguard is one of the world's largest investment companies, and that's kind of where they got their start. And they've been examining this question for 15 years. You know, based on some of the research analysis and testing Vanguard has conducted that yes, there is quantifiable, there is a quantifiable increase in return from working with a financial advisor. Coming from Vanguard, that really is saying something. Vanguard calls this advantage the advisor's alpha. Alpha means generating a return over the normal risks of the market. Sure. And when certain best practices are followed, that result can be an alpha in in the area of a 3% per year range, which is pretty substantial. As a result, or as a separate study, similar though, uh, Russell Investments, a large money management firm, came to a similar conclusion. Russell estimates that good financial advisor can increase an investor's return by 3.7%. Wow. So those well, are significant increases, you yeah. know, just in returns um, from better investment management and I'd suggest that there's far more in advice and insight that you could gain from a good professional. Obviously. Now, Baron, while this research is impressive, I know there are still a number of folks that are probably diehard do-it-yourselfers, right? Well, sure. I mean, not everyone wants or, for that matter, may even need a financial advisor. We're not saying that everyone needs one. Um, we're saying it can be very, very beneficial for a lot of people out there. Um, although about one quarter of private investors, they're truly self-directed, according to Vanguard. 
you know, these people, they just truly enjoy investing. I mean, you know, this was one of the reasons why I got into this field. You know, when I, back when I was 17 years old, I bought my first stock and I just absolutely loved doing it. And I've been doing it ever since, but that's what I do for a profession. So, you know, if you're, if you're doing other things and then also trying to keep pace with it, that can sometimes be difficult with doing the investing as well as just working your, your typical job and, and living your life. But a lot of people, like I said, they truly enjoy that aspect. They follow the markets and they enjoy creating and doing financial projections. Um, perhaps most importantly, these investors uh, have a level of discipline that prevents their emotions from intervening with their long-term investment strategy, which can be a very, very good thing. You know, we say all the time that you have to try to take the emotions out of the equation. That's a lot easier said than done. And the reality is, is that we are emotional creatures. So that's one benefit of utilizing a financial advisor is to help try to take that emotion out of the equation. But given that three quarters of us aren't self-directed when it comes to you know money decisions, it's good to know that there is help available that can really pay off, um, especially in the right circumstances. Vanguard actually says there are several ways in which a financial advisor can add, val uh, add value to your investment efforts. Uh, among Simon just said, as far as increasing the percentage returns, um, but also things um, like guidance on developing an overall investment strategy, um, asset allocation, helping as far as minimizing taxes, um, rebalancing, you know, when to rebalance your accounts and how to structure withdrawals from your retirement accounts and from, you know, where to take those uh, withdrawals from, which is the best uh, place to take it in its most tax efficient manner. You know, each of these services can really incrementally boost a client's return, sometimes steadily and sometimes sporadically. But the single biggest way a financial advisor can add value um, is through something called behavioral coaching. You know, as every good poker player knows, scared money doesn't make money. The best financial advisors are able to keep their clients' fears and emotions in check by providing steady, fact-based advice and reassurance when the markets get wobbly or crazy. A lot of times, you know, that's where some of the value comes in. You know, the, the reality is, is we're all taught to buy low and sell high, but often what happens is we let our emotions get in the way and we do the exact opposite. We wind up buying high and selling low. Um, the Russell study also identified this as the largest single benefit of working with a financial advisor. I can't emphasize enough the importance of this. Um, just to go back to Vanguard again, uh, another study that they did of more than 58,000 self-directed IRAs showed that investors who made material changes to their strategy even once in the five-year period from 2008 to 2012 suffered an 8% plus hit to performance, meaning more than wow. 8%, yeah, they lost in performance. I mean, that's significant. And again, yeah, that's, that's because huge. we're letting our emotions get in the way, we're trying to time the market, and we inevitably do exactly the opposite of what we're supposed to do. Um, another study, actually this one done by Morningstar, shows that investors often receive far lower returns than the very funds they invest into. The reason that it happens is they run to funds after they've already done well, you know, they say they see that the funds have started to do well over a period of time. So they start to get into it and they ditch the other funds right before they take off. So, in, again, in other words, they sell low and buy high. Exactly the opposite. Um, an advisor can really prevent 
uh, a lot of that counterproductive behavior by happening. Yeah. Or from, excuse me, from happening. Yeah. Well, and that makes sense. I mean, obviously that's what you guys do is help your clients avoid those issues. And uh, it's huge. So what's the next strategy uh, toward living to 100 and being able to fund it? Well, Tony's strategy number four, save as much as you can. I think, you know, you're saying, of course, thanks, Captain Obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but by now, you know, you're likely very familiar with the common advice uh, to save, you know, around 15% of your income every year to fund your retirement need. And that amount can include matching dollars. But what happens when you have an unexpected medical bill you know, or both your kids get into their very expensive dream colleges? Saving as much as you can, particularly in your younger years, when savings is theoretically higher and can have a tremendous long-term benefit, especially with the compounding of interest. And those years when you're less likely to be shelling out child-related expenses, consider stretching your savings to 20%. You know, a double income, no children household. That's a time when ramping up the savings can have a long-term significant benefit to you. You can pull back on the savings rate when you have the kids and they're around gobbling up your hard-earned dollars, but be sure to jack it back up once the nest is empty again. I think this has been a great show today. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time. Uh, our show is almost over. So, uh, Baron, uh, what do you have for us before we have to go today? Is there anything, uh, or Simon, anything you guys want to add before we go? Well, Tony, you know, unfortunately, we didn't get enough time to make it through all the points. But if you sit down with us, we'll relay them to you personally. Awesome. <laughs> you know, when, we're, when we're talking about uh, living longer and it seems like a good idea and the time seems like we'd really enjoy it, you know, there are some practical issues that we need to address to ensure that it's the retirement that you desire with those extra years. You know, whether you don't have a plan or want a second opinion on a plan that you already have, the team at Wellington Adams is ready to work with you during that process. You know, for the radio listeners today, just give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us on the web at wellingtonadams.com. You can click the radio tab to receive that complimentary retirement income toolkit that Baron touched on earlier. And as part of this office, uh, that offer, you know, call us at 855-793-2409 and you can schedule a one hour, no cost and no obligation consultation to go over that toolkit, answer any of the other pressing questions that you have. And we'll be sure to touch on those last two points that we didn't get to uh, this evening. All right. Well, thanks so much. And we can save those for another show or like you said, Simon, for that one-on-one -on -one meeting. I think it's great you're offering that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. But this concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Join us, everyone, same time, same place next week for another episode of Financially Tuned. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.